Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. We think we're here now. <laughs> it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Where are we, Donna? Uh, we are at the Minnesota State Fair, and we happen to be seated on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage, which is on Underwood, just south of Randall. A little sound check going off in the distance here on the Saturday at the fair. Oh, it's George Thorogood and the oh. Destroyers, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, tonight at the Grandstand. Ooh, it's going to be a good night for a show. To see a concert. Was Miranda Lambert performing uh, last week in the rain? Yes. Was it raining? Yeah. She didn't go on. Uh, our friend Marnie Gellner. I saw Marnie's us. pictures. I was watching. Oh, she said they that she didn't go on till nine forty-five or ten forty-five. Oh, 10:45. no. Very late. So she was sitting waiting and off the stage, like not in the grandstand. They were waiting for a call back or something. I don't know. Looking at their phones. Okay. This anyway. is a good conversation. This is real good. Yeah, that was okay. good. There radio. was lightning and everything. So anyway, good. she did still perform, maybe just a little abbreviated set. Uh, tell me what you think of this. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of don't, I, I feel bad for everybody. It appears that Mystic Lake won't be adhering to the Jonas Brothers concert vaccine requirement. So the band had said on social media that come August 27th, it would require concert goers to provide proof of COVID vaccination or proof of a recent negative COVID test to get into their shows. Uh, Mystic Lake immediately expressed some resistance, which said it was aware of the Jonas Brothers posts, but that their mandate didn't align with the casino's COVID policies. So it's now less than 10 days away, and uh, Mystic Lake is saying, yeah, no, you don't need a test. You don't need a vaccination card. Uh, They're following their current protocol developed under the guidance of SMSC Tribal Public Health. So now the Jonas Brothers haven't commented on their statement, but the show is September 11th. It is an outdoor venue. Uh, And that's a big variable. Yes. That's That's a big variable. I think the concern with Nick, uh, with the Jonas Brothers, is that Nick has type one diabetes, and he's at a higher risk of suffering serious complications from COVID nineteen. Uh, it's much more severe and seems to progress quicker in people with diabetes. That's coming from the Mayo Clinic. So, um, it'll I would, be I would think he would be distanced enough up on stage. I've, from everybody in an outdoor open air yeah, situation. Yeah, just don't do a meet and greet. I thought it was in the Mystic showroom. So this that outdoor Me venue too. that that changes it. Well, listen, I mean, when when do you say the show is? September 11th? Correct. It's in a week? Yes. One week from today. Well, 
they're going to have to figure that out quick. But I think your point is fair. You, you feel bad for everybody. Everybody has to figure out their own stuff. Businesses have to figure out how they want to do businesses. Right. And then entertainers have the right to say, here's what I want it to be like if I'm going to entertain you there. Right. Uh, but now the, the Jonas Brothers, you know, we don't have to make decisions like this. They have to make a financial decision. I was just going to say that. And there are contracts. Yep. You know, they, there are agreements that have been made when they book this. I would love to know. Here's a number we'll never find out, but would be so interesting. The Jonas Brothers. Sonat Shretab, spelled backwards. If they, (laughs) how much do each of them make per gig? So like if you're playing at Mystic Lake, it ain't like you're selling out U.S. Bank. Right. If you're playing at Mystic Lake, what do you think happens to their checking account that night? Like let's say it's like a game check, like a football player gets, they got a check waiting for him in the locker room. What's the direct deposit? What it's a are they? great question. These are great inside baseball types of questions that we should get the answers to. Who in the world has them? I don't know. Well, that's the main problem. Well, do you? Th- I'm picturing them all going into a fund from their management team. Okay. And then at the end of the month, maybe they divvy it up and transfer money into their checking accounts. That's what I'm, are you actually going to try to find the answer to this? Well, question I figured today? it's worth a Google search. How much do the Jonas Brothers get paid per concert? Um, okay, let me read this here. Uh, the tour is uh, okay. So this is like from a recent tour. Its average gross per show is one point six million dollars. Puts it on pace to be the uh, top grossing tour in the band's history in terms of average per venue, exceeding the 1.1 million mark that they set back in their 2009 world tour. So if you make $1.6 million in revenue, that's mm-hmm. not profit. Right. That's just in money generated. I don't know. What do you think? They're each getting maybe like uh, 200000 Yeah. on each of these? I don't know. There's a lot of people that you got to pay. Oh, yeah. I don't You've know. You've got people setting up the stage and management and roadies and... And road managers right. and regular managers and agents. I don't, I don't know, know, man. We'll never, know. we'll never know. No but one listen, knows. speaking they of this know. COVID situation, yes. if you were looking forward to seeing Oscar De La Hoya's uh, comeback, forget about it. What? Um, he contracted a breakthrough case of COVID nineteen. He <laughs> has been hospitalized. And he was supposed to fight this weekend, I think. Yes. He was. Yeah. Uh, or, I'm sorry, September 11th. Next weekend, okay. Next weekend. Same night as the Jonas Brothers. So, right. He revealed that he's been hospitalized, uh, saying that I wanted you to hear directly from me that despite being fully vaccinated, I have contracted COVID. I'm not going to be able to fight next weekend. He does intend to be back in the ring by the end of the year, but these breakthrough cases which are infections that occur in people who've been fully vaccinated. Uh-huh. They're pretty pretty rare, mm-hmm. but they're still possible. And it's rare for you to get hospitalized in right. a breakthrough case, but it, certainly it sounds like it's happened for Oscar De La Hoya. Right. So, wishing him well. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 let's see, I just want to make sure. Yeah, this comes just five months after announcing his return to boxing. That's a bummer, because I bet he was really looking forward to that. Do you have any good news on the COVID front that you would like to share to lift Ah, our spirits on a Saturday? Thank you for asking, Steve. I do, especially locally. Uh, All seven counties in the Twin Cities are now above the 70% vaccination rate 
in residents aged 16 and over Whoa. with the loan holdout, Anoka County. So Anoka had lagged behind its, uh, for more than about a month. The six other Twin Cities counties all hit 70% by June 24th. Well, that's good. That's really, really yeah, good. Yeah, moving in the right direction there. So it's uh, Olmstead has 84.5% uh, of vaccinated residents, okay. followed by Cook, Washington, then Hennepin with 79.7% in Dakota. Your people out Where's in Carver, Carver 79.3%. Okay. You're sixth. That's, that's really good. Good. So that's good news. Well, that's good, too. Is, uh... And there are two more community testing sites. Oh, Not great. the spit test, uh, necessarily, oh, but two more. Listen, I have a feeling I'm going to get tested again at some point. It's got to be the spit test. It's got to be the spit test. I've done three of these brain things, and it's got to be the spit test. Now that I know what it feels like, yeah. not to discourage people from getting it done because it is important, I would be anticipating, you know, I'd be mm-hmm. like, ah! Because mm-hmm. never in a million years would I ever think that I would experience that kind of sensation. Remember when I had a pair of, oh, look at the horses to our left. Oh, beautiful Clydesdales. Oh, wow. Oh, this is fantastic. This is what I love about the State Fair. Just gorgeous. when you think you're talking about something, suddenly you get stopped by these gorgeous Clydesdales. Flags in hand with their riders. It's just fantastic. Oh, and their fringes on their feet. Yeah. And you, this <laughs> is it. You just never know what, skin, what, what you will see at a state fair. I mean, the other day we were just casually walking. Llamas walk past us. Now you got horses. You've got a sheriff's car behind us. Like a little parade. We've, is this the parade? We got a parade going on? I don't think it goes that way. Okay, great. All right. Uh, anyway, then. good to be out here at the uh, at the Minnesota State Fair. Alrighty, my friends, we will return. We have got some entertainment news. Fans of the Mandalorian. We have got some good news for you regarding what's coming up with the book of Boba Fett. We learned some details. Uh, Stay with us. It's the Don and Steve Show live at the Minnesota State Fair. Well, we're back. It's the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment live at the Minnesota State Fair. The parade is going by, so we're just going to have to bear with the... uh, the drum line for that a is, second here. <laughs> that's the women's drum center we've got. We've seen a woman in on stilts. We've seen little miniature cars. The State Fair mascots, Fairborn <laughs> and Fairchild were there. The Vulcan crew passing us now. I mean, you never know what you will see out here at the great Minnesota get-together. We've got two crazies up in our front row. Didn't know we'd see them. Happy that they're here. Uh, it's just a whole lot of fun. I love the, I, I truly do love the the delightful absurdity of the State Fair. That's really what I enjoy. It, it feels like you're on a movie set. And when they have people just passing, like they said, action, and then everybody started passing. Like, I don't even know the float that we're looking at right now. There's a queen situation here. A lot of people that appear to be royalty of some sort. It's just very fun. You'll see llamas crossing, cows crossing, pigs are there. <laughs> you sound like you're doing the Macy's. Uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. There's I mean, Norty. I mean, you never know what you're going to see. I would love to commentate a parade someday. I think yeah. that would be oh, really enjoyable. My old partner and I used to do it every year. The Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. God rest his soul. He, he will be missed. He was just here about 25 minutes ago. Oh, great. He's still alive. That's cool. <laughs> um, I mean, everything going on. Yeah, they even got a church down on the corner. Our church was here yesterday, and I always wonder, like, 
Somebody's oh. stopping at a church when they're out at the state fair, but that's sure enough, people are out on the bleachers there. They're hanging out a little that's something. Nice. For everybody, it seems. So, Absolutely. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, it's been great bringing you some of the sights and sounds of the Minnesota State Fair all the way since August 26th <laughs> when we were here. And uh, we will wrap things up here tomorrow. Katie K9 will do her show live from the My Talk booth. That's going to be fun. We, uh, we get a day off from radio on Labor Day. We'll be playing some best ofs. If you've missed any of our good stuff, you can listen to that. Cheerleaders <laughs> passing by. I mean, this is psychotic. This wow, that is a giant group of cheerleaders. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of pom-poms out there, Donna. There's like 60 of them. Did you make the cheerleading squad in uh, high school? Did you go out for it? Um, yeah, I was the girl at the top of the pyramid. <laughs> no, you I lied. Wasn't. You were pot under the bleachers, weren't you? Yep. Yeah, you weren't. Pretty you much. Oh, Donna, look at that horrifying clown. <laughs> I don't Oh, my gosh, to. there's a scary clown. That's from the He's haunted a, house. Yes. I, I get it. This is bad radio now. We're just describing to you everything that we're seeing. But when a parade passes you by... You don't really have much of a choice. Okay, planters. Here comes the nutmobile. <laughs> the planters... Oh, and Mr. Peanut is up top. This is unanticipated. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that there was a nutmobile. All right, Howard Cosell just got here. This is really <laughs> wonderful. And then we've got another marching band. Yeah, it's what? hopeless, guys. I'm sorry, why didn't anybody tell us that this was going to happen? <laughs> because we would have been too prepared. Here's a little bit of the drum line. Take a listen. Really? I honestly, goodness, the, the moment <laughs> that I put a microphone out there, we go. Okay, I think this is the end. Oh, there goes my water. I don't think so. I think they're setting up shop here. <laughs> we got a full drum line. Uh, college football is kicking off its first official weekend happening right now. This all seems very apropos. I will tell you, uh, I don't, I'm having trouble telling you about Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, it, it is it's going to be, be too tough. It's going to be too much. We'll tell you about it after this break here. Uh, this is delightful, though, because so many happy, smiling people. I've really noticed that this year at the fair, Donna. Yeah, I have, too. A lot of people that just seem to be happy. Very happy. You, with... you, get, you come across one or two cranky kids, but for the most part, people are being polite to one another. Yeah. There's a lot of smiling going on. Here come the roller derby ladies. <laughs> oh, no, They've they... got their full pads on. They're gonna somebody's gonna check somebody right down onto the asphalt. I bet they have really fun names, like roller derby. Yes, names. sort of like the the, the ladies of Glow. You yes. know, the women's professional wrestling had. Oh, they look like they're having so much fun. I want to go see roller derby. That would be really fun. I think someone reached out to me once before. If you're uh, joining us in progress, by the way, it's the Don and Steve Show live from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. My talk is out here at the minute. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe. And your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Minnesota State Fair, and we've turned full parade commentary now <laughs> because a parade unannounced has decided to pass us by out here on Underwood Avenue. And it's very difficult for us to tell when, in fact, the parade is at its conclusion. <laughs> uh, I think it may have. Now I see a lot of people that are still standing and watching, so we'll have to see what comes next. Just imagine now that you're listening to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but here from the State Fair. Donna, you've got a better look as to I think I we're clear. I think we're clear. You think it's all done? Yeah, I don't think there would be that big of a gap between that last act and the next one. It's a very large gap. Very large. Tremendous. No, no, wait, there's more. The parade is not finished yet. We've just received confirmation from some of our audience spotters, trained and paid by us, to let us know that the uh, State Fair Parade is continuing. And Donna, good news for us broadcasting with microphones. I think it's another drum line. Oh. Are there more drums coming our way? Is that what I see? There are drums. Okay, great. This is just fantastic. Right. Uh, I'll give you this while we have a somewhat quiet moment. Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett is coming to Disney Plus this December. And uh, they say that Boba Fett, uh, his, his garb might change a little bit. So some Star Wars fans might get a little bit upset about this. John Favreau, the director of The Mandalorian. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never mind. No. I really am interested. Well, though. the drum line's here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're here live at the Minnesota State Fair Parade. Nobody told us that this was happening, and we've got microphones, and it's tough to ignore. I believe this is the fourth drum line that has passed, and I do love percussion. We're enjoying this. Hello, everybody. Another tractor is now coming behind. These are some youngsters here, too. Very young. Very, very young. And boy, do they have some rhythm. Oh, and the Minnesota Beef Expo comes out of nowhere <laughs> with a giant bull. We believe it is not a real bull. It appears to have been constructed. But what a bull she is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I think right, that's, that's it. it. I think that's, we're done. I think that was it. Is that the end of the parade? People are walking in the streets, that's so it. I'm assuming. All right. Wonderful. Well, that, that was, was a joy. That. Back to uh, the book of Boba Fett. Okay, so Boba Fett, can you just clarify for me? Yes. At the end of Mandalorian, yes. Boba Fett uh -huh. is a is a human person? Is a human person. Like Luke Skywalker would be a Boba Fett? Just like mm, the Mandalorian would be a Boba Fett. They're both they Mandalorians, have... so they are, uh, you know, they'll go out and avenge things. Okay. They will, uh, you know, in the Mandalorian's case, they'll go out, protect Grogu, and kill bad guys. So Grogu, spoiler alert, okay. Baby spoiler Yoda. alert for Mandal Mandalorian. So Baby Yoda. Uh-huh. And Boba Fett are together right now. Baby Yoda is with Luke Skywalker right now. Okay, he's not a Boba Fett. He's not a Boba Fett. So a Boba Fett is a man, not a sort of person. And it, it isn't one person. Boba, Boba Fett is one... Boba Fett is one person. Okay. Boba Fett was in one of the original Star Wars movies, got like eaten up by that weird plant thingy yeah. that came up from the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we found out that he actually lived okay. and came back out of it. And then he and the Mandalorian saw each other. They decided to team up with one another. And if I remember correctly, after the Mandalorian season two finale, you see Boba Fett go back and kill one of Jabba the Hutt's right-hand guys. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember that. I have to remember what he looks like. Does he have like a Franciscan friar robe thing on? <sighs> Director John Favreau says that you can expect the Book of Boba Fett to almost play like a Mandalorian season 2.5. 
Which okay. means, and this is why this, this news that came out has some Star Wars fans excited because they think that there could be some more crossover opportunities where perhaps we see, including some time travel. So we might see in the book of Boba Fett coming to Disney Plus this December, Luke Skywalker could appear. Okay. Maybe Grogu appears. Maybe the Mandalorian appears. Maybe even Darth Vader could make an appearance depending on where they go in the timeline of things. So oh. it seems uh, like they're going in an exciting direction, although they did mention Boba Fett's gear, which is very iconic. His gear, he's got like this green helmet. It's got like a patina thing going on. So it's it is up. very Mandalorian. Very much so, yes. yes. It's just a different color. Yes. Okay. So they are like, you know, Mandalorians. Okay. You he know just, what I mean? His name is Boba Fett. His name is Boba Fett. Just like uh, the Mandalorian's name is Jin something, you know? No, it's not. I think it is. Really? Yeah, played by Pedro Pascal. It's like Jin something. Okay. Okay, though. Jin Lai. Any, no, not Jing Lai, our listener from China <laughs> who emails all the time. China. Not, not, Hi, Jing. not Jing. Okay, Jin. all right. Do anyway, I need it's exciting. to watch this? You should watch, and I should watch, the Mandalorian Season 2 finale Okay. before watching The Book of Boba Fett. All right. Uh, which was teased after The Mandalorian Season 2 wrapped up. Okay, I and like then it. There will be a Mandalorian Season 3, we're told, at some point. Uh, but first things first, The Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Woo! That was, that was really uh, unexpected. The parade? Yeah. That was fun to see. And it I just love kept getting louder and louder and louder. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. What you did a great job, by the way. What do we have to do to uh, to commentate for a parade? I'd love to do that. The, you know, each um, each uh, person in the parade or group of people in the parade submits a write-up of them. So then you basically are reading. I love this. It's so much fun. I love hosting a parade. Every time that I watch people do parade coverage for like a Thanksgiving Day parade, I just think, what a Thanksgiving they're having. They're doing this. They're bundled up. They got their scarves. It's fun. They got their gloves. It's nice and cold outside. It's very festive. You the get a close-up look yes. at what the rest of the nation is watching on their TVs. Yes. I just yes. think it's all very fun. So It is, Steve. Uh, we'll let you know if Don and I get tapped to commentate for a parade at some point. That would yeah. be really fun if it happened. I think we should uh, put our resumes in. <laughs> what, what do you submit? Indeed? Monsters? I'm not sure. Right. LinkedIn? We'll look it up. All right. we'll uh, let's see here. When we come back, let's Th talk food for a second. Okay. Let's, let's decompress. All right. Should you put your toppings on top of your burger? Should you put your toppings underneath your burger? I'm talking about the beef patty. People are heated and they're making a case for what you wouldn't think. That coming up next on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and we've got Rachel running the controls for us back at the studio thank you so much Hey thanks much. Rachel No problem it's my pleasure Rachel Aww. be honest since you're alone right now at the station are you smoking in that room <laughs> I am absolutely not Okay <laughs> I have respect for the equipment Oh, in my job. Yeah. Oh, unlike oh. some people. I mean, you got you think about back in the day. Talk about burgers in a moment. Toppings on top, toppings below. It's a critical topic that we'll get to. <laughs> people used to sit on television. Mm -hmm. And you almost took them more seriously if they were smoking a heater because <laughs> it was like this guy is stressed out because he's knee deep in the news. Yep. And he's smoking right there in his suit. I don't what think a, anchors were smoking. I think anchors were smoking. Anybody 
old enough to have seen this? Who identifies as old out there? I'm telling you. <laughs> this really, no, no, no. This used to happen. I'm going to look this up for a second. I mean, I know I used to smoke on the air. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other Did DJs. You really? Absolutely. Tell us more stuff about that while I look this up. Our music director in the office, Marsha, she would have just a cigarette in her mouth and be typing, and it's just hanging out of her mouth, ashtrays everywhere. Yeah, I mean, the no smoking thing sounds really recent to me. I remember smoking on planes, regular flights, international flights. Johnny Carson. Oh, always had a cigarette. Used to smoke right there on the uh, on his uh, late night talk show. Now that's different. And they say that it wasn't typical. Not usually would a news anchor smoke during a newscast, uh, but that it could happen. How about that Morton Downey Jr. guy? He always had a cigarette. Oh in his hand. yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. him? He'd be yelling at all his guests. Weren't there cigarettes on the uh, George Clooney movie Good Night and Good Luck? Wasn't somebody like delivering the news and smoking? Am I making this up in my head? Yes. You could be right. I don't. Re I don't remember it. Just what a time! I'm telling you to be smoking on the air. Yeah, think about that, Johnny Carson. Imagine if someone came out on the Late Late Show with James Corden, and Corden was just mid puff as they came out. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's really. We used to go. My dad was a smoker his whole life. He's still alive, but he quit smoking whatever 15 years ago, and uh, I, I never remember not sitting in a smoking section at a restaurant. Smoking oh, or not wow. smoking. It was always smoking. smoking. To the point where I find the smell of a cigarette in a vehicle nostalgic because it sure. reminds me of us taking weekend right. rides in the, uh, the Dodge Caravan that we right. had. And uh, we would go, my mom and dad would just sometimes, we'd just go on a ride to, to nowhere. Oh, that's cute. See, and, and scents are very connected to memories. It's the number one thing connected to our memory, even more than seeing a picture. Isn't that crazy? Is smelling. Like, do you remember the smell of your grandparents' house? Absolutely. Isn't it amazing? Yes, my school, a library. Yes. All of that, a bookstore. I actually went to my parents' house uh, this summer, and I went out into their garage, and it smelled like my grandparents' which made me realize my parents are getting older Aww. and they're starting to take on the, the scent. And it's not a, not a negative scent. It's just like the scent is now taking me back to Graham and Pat Patterson's as opposed to my mom and dad's. Maybe you were smelling the ghost of your grandparents. There we go. Well, my grandma's alive. Oh. She, she was at the house. Maybe it was her. Or your grandfather. Could have been her. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What were we supposed to be talking uh, about? Oh, I guess we were going to talk about uh, something that you never eat. It's called a hamburger. Okay. So this is a beef patty in between two buns. You ever I'm heard just, of it? Yes. I'll just imagine a turkey burger, and I'm going to tell you something that really annoys me. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Is so, everybody ready for this? <laughs> so when I get... so. We have a cafeteria at our place of work, and they always, if I, I take the meat off, yeah. if there are no other options, I'll just grab a sandwich. It's like a grab-and-go. When the cheese is melted on top of the sausage patty, I get so mad because I want the cheese. I don't want the sausage patty. I want the cheese to be on my egg and then put the sausage patty on last. Want the cheese to be on your egg. And then the sausage patty on top of the cheese. 
Wait, it just like we're underneath it, so it doesn't meld into one another. Now, many people think that that's what makes cheese so great is when it melts in and becomes part yeah, of the patty. Yeah, make it part of the egg. Part of the egg, not the patty. Correct. Okay. I have issues. Okay, so well, there is a uh, there's a little article going on today on the internet, and they're trying to discuss what really is the best. Where should you put your toppings on top or on bottom? Above the patty, below the patty, and there's a strong argument that is made. Now everybody puts it on top, right? That's how restaurants do it. That's how you do it when you're at home. It's kind of like the toilet paper thing. Right. Are you rolling it on top or is it an underneath? Right. Are you grabbing and it from underneath? Everybody knows it goes over. Got to go over. Got to go over. I'll change it at people's houses. Me I'm not too. afraid. I do too. I'm changing people's behavior one bathroom at a time. <laughs> uh, but with the, with the toppings, they say that you actually want the toppings to go underneath the patty. And the thought there is that more of the juice from the patty goes into permeates the vegetables, the lettuce, the tomato, right, that you have? Underneath. And okay, because it drips down, the, not it's up. It's dripping down, and so then it absorbs that grease in a yummy way, and then sort of you have a melding of the flavors. I accept that. So I thought that was a decent idea. I would definitely um, be down with that. Now, somebody else said what you should do with your lettuce on a burger is have one, one slice of lettuce on top of the patty, one slice on the bottom. So basically, you want it to go bun, lettuce, other toppings, patty, lettuce, bottom bun. Because those two pieces of lettuce next to the bun will provide a barrier, a liquid barrier, that won't allow the juice to seep into and make soggy the bun. Oh, Your sure. Your thoughts, I'll hang up and listen. Um, I like it. I like right. it. I think it makes perfect sense. So there... Lettuce on the bottom, lettuce on the top, holding everything in. Yes, but not a veggie burger, like not, not a bunless burger. Right. Because we've done that, right. too. No, you That's still get the pain. bread. I like it. Uh, yeah, you know what else is kind of rough? Huh. Um, lettuce wraps. If you oh, don't have the right kind of lettuce, that whole thing is going to the crapper. The tube of meat is just like, you try to make this lettuce tube, and the and chicken goes all over the plate. By the end of it, you're eating it with a fork. But you feel like a savage if you just ask for the chicken from, let's say we're eating at, like, Payway. Mm -hmm. Can you just give me all that, like, gr grumbly chicken just on a plate? You feel like you don't belong in a restaurant. Right. You have to ask for the wrap. And then take it apart yourself. I don't know. God, what a... What a struggle. By the I way, <laughs> last night, yeah, more, more food problems that we would like to get off our chest now. Oh. We don't usually, we don't get paid for working on the weekend, so we're talking about whatever we want to talk about. Let me tell you this about <laughs> Thai food. Okay. Last night I had Thai food, and I, I have told you this once, I've told you it a million times. If you happen to be in the Southwest Metro and you like Thai food, make your way out to Chan Happening. There is a place called Nas Thai, excuse me, let me say it again, Nas Thai Cafe. Okay. And it is so stinking good. And I hate it when food is spicy to the point where I have to, like, you know. Oh, you do? I, when I'm, like, dabbing myself just trying to control the heat, generally, I despise that. I not only expect it, I love it from Nas with their really? green curry. Their, your green curry, you can't, it's just hot. You can't even ask for it. It's just, okay. it's coming hot. That is so stinking good. We get the pad thai as well. We got some fried rice yesterday, and we got, we always get their wontons as well. They're, they're fried cream cheese wontons. Yummy. Let me tell you what you do. Now, I, I don't think that the wontons travel great in styrofoam all the way back. So if you eat it there, you're good. But if you bring it back home, 400 degrees for 
no more than three to four minutes in the air fryer. They crisp up the outer shell. The cream cheese on the inside is just below molten. It's like a Juicy Lucy, but with cream cheese, and it is so stinking good. Do just I need great. to have an air fryer? You do. Does it take up a lot of room? They are rather bulbous. Darn it. It's kind of like a big orb on your space. But what are you talking about? You got all oh, sorts here of... here he goes. You have all sorts of... Okay. Countertop space in your kitchen, in your mansion in Bloomington, yeah. is not a problem. The island, Donna's island in her kitchen... If you could only see counter. where we are. It's not even an island. It's a counter. It is longer than what we're working on right here. It's about the same length. It is very long. It looks like a bar set up, like you could serve the locals who come in. It's so long. You could find space for it anywhere. They also, if you've seen the infomercials, have air fryer ovens. And I've seen an air fryer oven commercial two times, an infomercial, and both times been blown away. Because really? what they have, an air fryer is like... Imagine a beach ball that you could lift the top of the beach ball, put the food down, and it goes to the bottom of the beach ball, close the top back up. A lot of unused space, but that's where the air is circulating. Okay. The Air Fryer Max Oven that they have, you have multiple trays that you can put in, so you have that oh. same heat situation that, that is the magic of the Air Fryer. It's all convection-y, whatever. It's going yeah. around and around and frying things up real fast Why without don't any oil. Why not just use a convection oven, then? No, 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 no. Okay. You want to use this because it's going to do it in a rapid timing because okay. of the technology within it. It heats your food up so fast, and it gets it crispy, not soggy. You've got an old leftover piece of pizza. Don't put it in the microwave. Put it in your air fryer max oven because, Don, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's going to come out crispy every time as opposed to just hot and soggy. Steve, you got to get to your other job over Great, there. I'm working the grandstand. <laughs> I'm selling reusable sham wows today. If you want to meet me there, lower level, I'll be at the, uh, at the north end of the building. I'm telling you, Donna, the air fryer is so Okay, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one. Chicken nuggets, great in there. All right. Mozzarella sticks, yes. Okay. These Some people do steaks. Really? Yeah. These are things you're taking out of the freezer, I It really say. excels with stuff okay. out of the freezer. All right. I like it. Like all right. It. That's all I have for today. No, no more around. content. No, no. we're going to have a little fun. I found this Reddit thread that everybody could play along at home. Um, the one quote that gives away a movie title. So I'm going to give you the quote. Okay. You tell me the movie. Okay. Love it. We'll get that's to that great. when we come right back on My Talk 1071, live from the fair. All right, final stretch for us. No, this please sit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that didn't go over. Okay. No, they're uh, a stone cold uh, crowd we got here right now. We're yeah, out at the State Fair. Uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage on a beautiful Saturday here at the Minnesota State Fair. Donna, this is your uh, your final ten minutes of duty out here. All at right. The fair. Here's what I'm going to do. All right. I thought it would be fun. You like a little quiz. You're usually the one quizzing me, mm -hmm. so I thought it would be fun because you know movies. Uh, a lot of times people relate to quotes from movies and use them in their everyday life. So don't peek, okay? okay I won't peek. I'm going to go down a list of famous movie quotes. I'll, ju I'll just pick and choose what I think you might have some kind of chance of guessing correctly, okay? okay. Well, so, don't, don't sell me short. Maybe I have a lot of them. Really? Because I think I know, I know many, I, I, I feel like I know a lot of movies just through pop culture, even though I bet I haven't seen half of these movies. All right, movies. all right, all right. Uh, let's start with... All right, with everybody, play along. I'm the king of the world. That is Titanic, of you course. Correct. Leonardo DiCaprio. Carpe diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. Oh, I like it. Your Jersey accent came out when you said extraordinary. Ah, carpe diem. Seize the day, boys. 
Um, Make your lives extraordinary. Can you give me a hint? Yes, Robin Williams. Goodwill Hunting. No. Close. Dead Poet Society. Yes. There we go. Okay. I'm a dead poet. Uh, elementary, my dear Watson. Sherlock Holmes. That is correct. It's alive. Frankenstein. All right, you're doing real great. You're okay. doing good. There's no place like home. Of course. Oh, these are we're getting easier. The Wizard of Oz. This All is right. great. How about my precious? That is Lord of the Rings. Which one? That is Fellowship of the Ring. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. Two. Two towers. Yep. How about Houston? We have a problem. Apollo 13. There's no crying in baseball. That is a league of their own. Mm, let's see. You can't handle the truth. All right, hang on a second. Courtroom. You want the, oh, a few good men. Yes. Jack Nicholson. Yes. Tom Cruise. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. I'm just going to say James Bond, and I don't want to specify. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Okay, let's see. These are getting a little harder. Just keep swimming. Finding Nemo. Good. That's a really cozy opening scene, by the way. I'm not going to get into it. It's going to be weird. But it's really nice. I like the underwater. You know how some movies make you want to live there? Yes. The opening couple scenes of Finding Nemo make me want to live underwater. Oh, that's sweet. Is it, though? <laughs> it's more weird than sweet, You right? should go scuba diving. I think that's much less awesome than just watching Finding Nemo, because then you could die. Yeah, but you could die doing this. You know? Here's open. Okay. What we've got here is failure to communicate. communicate. All right. Now, isn't that... Now we're getting harder. This is 1967. That's a classic. Uh, that is... Hang on a second. What we got here is a failure to communicate. This is, come on. This is, give me an actor, old-timey, handsome guy. Clark Gable? Mm, no. I don't think so. Is it maybe Paul Newman? Mm, okay. Give me a hint. Cool. Cool your jets, buddy. Hand. Cool hand, Luke. Dang it. Yep. Is that, that's Paul That is Newman. Paul Newman. Okay, good. Yeah, and then he went into the dressing industry. Oh. What? I think no 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 I think that's no 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 I do think that that is Paul Newman has dressing for Sal it's Newman's own oh oh I thought you meant you know what I thought you meant (laughs) what Um, like medical dressing Daniel Day Lewis who went into the dress business he does like uh, stitching and tailoring and all that whatever that is funny here's Johnny never seen the movie but that's The Shining I haven't seen the majority of these movies okay Rosebud. Okay, that is from, give me a sec, Citizen Kane. Never yes. seen it, but it tops the list of the greatest movies of all time. I'll have what she's having. That is uh, When Harry Met Sally. Inconceivable. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Is that, uh, is that? You've uh, never seen it. I know, Princess Bride. Yes, okay. Steve. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now you're not going to get these. I almost guarantee it. Sorry to set you up for failure, but... All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Sunset Boulevard. Shut your face. That's one of the old-timey movies that I went back and watched recently. It's so good. Yeah. Isn't it good? I'll tell you who's overrated. Speaking of old-timey movies, James Dean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not good acting. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, he's only done a couple of movies. Remember the, the, the scene in the office when Michael Scott is standing in front? Remember those signs that they used to sell at the posters that actually lit up in places? Yeah. Do you remember those at yeah, malls? Yeah. 
and Michael Scott on The Office had one of James Dean from Rebel Without a Cause, and he turned and looked at it and said, what would Luke Perry do? <laughs> oh, That's a good one. All righty then. Uh, okay, how about they may take our lives, but they'll never, never take, take our freedom. freedom. That is Braveheart, William Wallace. Very good. You had me at hello. You had me at uh, Jerry Maguire. Yes. Snap out of it. Oh, snakes on a plane. Share. Shh. Okay, hang on. The mask? Nope. Or you remember mask? I do remember mask. Okay, not the sun, but the moon. And she moon. slaps him across the face. Struck. Like, yes. Moon struck. Oh, you're doing really good. Oh, this is pretty good. you'll love this one. You're killing me, Smalls. The Sandlots. Yes, yes. Donna. Um, ba -ba -ba. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy, bumpy night. Isn't it a bumpy ride? It's a bumpy night. Oh, oh, is this uh, Friday the 13th? All About Eve, 1950. I think I you'd said. like that one. You should check that out. Uh, finally, I will give you, let's see, Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner. Dirty Dancing. These are good. You know, you can go to the, uh, to the, the resort where they shot Dirty Dancing. My brother, uh -huh. my brother Scott surprised his wife, Scooty surprised April a few years ago, took her there on a trip. And when they went there at the time, the lake where they did the famous lift where they were practicing the lift, that lake at that time was totally empty and it had dried up. And then, which sort of took a little bit of the panache out of the experience, right? When you go to, oh, and this is where they did this and all that. And then it was totally dried up. And then about a year after they were there, it mysteriously sort of started filling up again. So oh, now if you go there, and it's one of my wife's favorite movies of all time. She was watching it, I think, at the age of six or seven, way too early for a little wow. kid to be watching. But you yes. don't. But you don't know. You don't know what's happening. That's true. You don't know what's happening. My in the parents movie at that point. Um, honeymooned at the Mount Airy Lodge in the Poconos. The Poconos. Because isn't that where this takes place in the Poconos? I think that's Dirty where dancing? it takes place in the movie. I don't know if that's actually where it's shot. Oh, I see. I, okay. You know what I mean? Yes. I think it's in like South Carolina or something oh, like that. Oh yes, you did say that. I think okay. So. Interesting, Steve, but not really. I'd say so, just trying to <laughs> fill the time. Uh, you know, we do want to give our thanks to everybody who has come out here to the Minnesota State Fair to check out any My Talk broadcast here on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. We've been out here since August 26th. Uh, we will uh, be here tomorrow. Katie Canine is going to be doing her show here tomorrow. But for the most part, this really wraps up all the uh, the weekday shows that you're used to hearing. This wraps up our time at the Minnesota State Fair. And it's just been so fabulous to have so many lovely people come out here and get a chance to say hello. We have to yeah. do everything. We can't do meet and greets this year. We're doing everything socially distanced and yeah, all that. We're not supposed to be taking pictures. But, uh, mm. but it still allowed us the opportunity to uh, to get to say hi. And we've just been greeted by so much kindness from people. The things that they share with us when they come up and say hello is always just so kind about what our little shows happen to do for them in their lives. And so we're really humbled yes, by that and grateful. Very sweet. We we have the best listeners for sure. And we also have the best staff. Our promotion staff, the engineering staff, Hannah working her tail off doing yeah. social media. Thank you to all of them. Our board ops. Oh my gosh, you guys. Rachel, thank you for today. Also, yeah, thanks welcome. to Grant, DJ Rock Lobster, Don McLean, Holly Roberts, yes. everybody making it work. So, uh, shout out to all of you if you come out the here. It's Arthur. a beautiful weekend.
to come to the Minnesota State Fair. We will be back in studio on Tuesday. Woo! Good night, everybody. Bye.